Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. This show is brought to you by TalkShoe, where anyone can create their own internet talk show. Check it out at T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E. Hi, everybody. This is Jules, and welcome to uh, another episode of Traveling to Italy. And tonight, uh, we're going to do uh, a story, and uh, might as well just uh, get right into it. Um, tonight's story is, is called simply Mopeds. It was the first uh, month that I ever spent in Italy uh, in ni- 1984 in Florence while I was taking Italian uh, language classes. Uh, I was staying there with a host family along with a French and German couple and my newfound friend Michelle, who I've spoken about in, in some other stories. Michelle was from Switzerland, uh, which I may have mentioned, and was attending Brown University. Uh, I guess we just simply saw the world in the same way. Uh, it was also, frankly, great having her around since she literally spoke five languages, including uh, Italian, French, English, German, and Swiss German. Uh, Swiss German is actually kind of a dialect uh, spoken in Switzerland, and it's definitely different uh, from regular German. Anyway, uh, during the first two weeks uh, of my being there, Michelle and I had to take a uh, a bus ride, which was about 20 to 25 minutes, from our uh, little town of Settignano, uh, which was a suburb of Florence. Uh, We took the bus in to go to language classes, naturally, uh, to sightsee, on the weekends, and in general, we stayed uh, for dinner and took the bus home uh, that evening. Whenever I was, frankly, on the bus or, or really walking in the streets or anywhere uh, around Florence, I noticed that in the streets themselves driving, there was always a sea of, of moped riders. Uh, in fact, I would I would guess there were probably more mopeds than cars, um, if I don't know, maybe not exactly right, but it certainly felt that way anyway. Uh, Now, mopeds over in Italy are generally called Vespas, uh, and they get their name from the most popular Italian brand, um, kind of, I guess, like Kleenex here uh, uh, in in the United States, for example. Uh, While kind of like uh, motorcycles, uh, the Vespas are are smaller um, and and certainly more nimble. Uh, They're not like little scooters. They're, They're bigger than that. Uh, they also naturally have less powerful engines than a motorcycle, but within uh, Florence, their speeds are certainly you know, more than adequate. They can easily you know, reach speeds of 40, 50 miles an hour um, if, they, if they need to. Anyway, I, I always admired uh, these, um, the moped riders, the way they would kind of dart in and out of the traffic, and I always liked the way they kind of found themselves to the front of the, of the queue uh, while waiting for a traffic light and waiting for it to turn green. I also uh, found that the nice thing about a moped, because you'd see them everywhere, was that you could you could basically park them wherever you wanted to, uh, on near the curb of a street, uh, on, on even a sidewalk, certainly in parking lots. And this was pretty important because in Florence, as in a lot of cities, uh, parking was extremely difficult to 
to find in in especially in the city center. Anyway, I would I would always watch the mopeds as as they kind of sped by in the streets. And and one thing I noticed was often the Italian men kind of riding with a, a girl usually sitting behind them on the seat with her arms wrapped around them, you know, snugly around around their waist kind of. Uh, I I would kind of see their hair, you know, both of their hair blowing back in the breeze. And I guess for me it seemed well, it, I guess it just seemed Italian. <laughs> Um, anyway, after two weeks of being in Florence, I decided um, to see if, if I could rent a Vespa. Uh, I asked around the language school if anyone knew a place to rent one, uh, but unfortunately nobody there knew of any. Um, although at least I learned the word for rent, which was noleggere, which is the verb uh, to rent. So I, I picked up yet another Italian word there because I was hoping to indeed rent uh, a Vespa. So like I said, they, they didn't have any, uh, but uh, one day I was walking by a local garage and asked about renting a moped. Um, and they also didn't have any, but they gave me the name and, and the location of a place that they thought might have one. So the next day I went uh, trying to find a place. Uh, it, was, it was a few bus rides and changes along the way, and I remember walking at least four or five blocks, and finally I found the uh, the place. But it, it certainly didn't look like a, a rental shop. It looked more like kind of a grimy garage or fix-it shop uh, than it did, as I said, as a rental place. And and the man there was, you know, he was kind of short with me. Uh, he spoke absolutely no Italian, and it basically didn't even seem like he wanted to rent uh, the moped to me. But uh, I persisted, and after a while we understood each other, and he agreed to rent me the, the Vespa, so I filled out the paperwork. Um, one thing that I hadn't expected, although luckily I had the money, was that he required a collateral in the amount of about $100, which back then was uh, 200,000 lira. So it's always people always used to say back then in, in Italy that everyone was a millionaire uh, because the lira was about 2,000 to the dollar uh, at that time. Anyway, it was clear he wasn't going to rent it without the deposit, so I, I obviously finally agreed to, to give him the $100. Well, the next two weeks uh, driving the vest uh, were just fantastic. Uh, Instead of taking the bus, for example, each day, uh, I would drive uh, into Florence with the Vespa, with Michelle riding on, on the back of the seat, with her arms around me, and with our hair flapping in the breeze. Uh, now I truly felt Italian. Uh, of course, there's you know nothing comes without without certain problems, and the Vespa, unlike uh, mopeds uh, in the U.S. or in in Greece where I've been or in the Caribbean were not automatic, they had a clutch mechanism. And on the left side was the clutch and the right was the accelerator. And kind of like a manual car, the key was shifting at the right time and knowing when to accelerate and give it gas so you didn't uh, stall out. And the first day or so, I certainly had my share of hiccups and stalls. Um, the good news was that Michelle, as I said, it was on the back seat, was uh, was you know pretty good about things and put up with my poor shifting and uh, was, was a real trooper about it. The other thing that, that I should mention about the Vespa is that it had a kickstand, uh, kind of like a kickstand on a bicycle, um, a bit a bit more sturdy, but, uh, but still a, a, a kickstand. And unfortunately, it had a bad habit of slipping because the Vespa was kind of old, and it fell over a couple of times. And it created kind of a pretty noticeable dent on, on the side. Uh, it, it it ran fine, but but it did it did indeed have a have a dent. 
Now, certainly, as with um, anything where you're driving outside uh, of, of a car in a closed environment, it did rain a couple of times, and, um, you know, it's, it's never fun to get wet, although in Italy it doesn't really matter because when it does rain, you just sort of grab a nearby cafe or bar, get out of the rain, and, and sit there and have a cappuccino, a glass of wine, a beer, uh, anything else you'd uh, like to have. So being in, in the rain wasn't actually a bad situation overall. But having the Vespa and made things really easy for me to get from place to place, uh, especially because I could park it absolutely ev everywhere. Uh, for example, Michelle and I would leave the house uh, a lot later for school, and we could even go back if we had to, which we weren't able to do when we were taking the bus, but we could go home, have dinner at home sometimes, and come back into, into Florence for, for the evening and things like that. Uh, I also remember we would kind of dart across the Arno River up to the Piazza Michelangelo, which is a place you have to go if you go to Florence. And we'd go up there just to watch the sunset and the beautiful views of Florence, uh, the Duomo and, and the other monuments um, surrounding, surrounded by a, a broad valley and the hills. And, and that was kind of nice just to jut up there for, you know, a half hour or so and, and jump back down into, into the center of Florence. We were also able to do something that we couldn't do with buses, which was kind of hop from village to village. And there were other small towns like Settignano scattered around the hillside. And that was impossible before because we'd have to come all the way back into Florence and get another bus and go back up to the village, and it would basically take too long. Also good about the Vespas, we could stay out later at night uh, since we didn't have to you know, take the, the long walk to the bus and the 20-minute the ride home uh, at night and naturally made, uh, made many stops along the way. Anyway, uh, unfortunately, all things come to an end. Two weeks later was the end of July and the end of my uh, month-long Italian uh, language class, which, as I said, came all too soon. And the classes were over on Friday, and my plan was to hang around with Michelle and, and some other friends on Saturday, and then I had to take the train down to Rome on Sunday, where I was going to meet my friend Kathy, who was coming over from, from the U.S. To, to meet me, and we were going to travel around for uh, another month. So on Sunday morning, I, you know, I got on the Vespa, uh, had my, my small bag with me, and I went to the garage to return it before heading to the train station. Um, anyway, when I was dropping it off, the guy immediately noticed the dent on the side of the Vespa, which was uh, caused by the Vespa falling because of the kickstand, uh, which I tried to explain to him, but he basically didn't care, and he kept just saying how it was dented and I would owe him all this money and everything else. And at a minimum, it was clear that he wasn't going to give me back my $100. I, I explained to him that I was going to Rome, and I only had a few hours before my train, and I had to have the money because, uh, as is the case in Italy, which is the case in most parts of the world, uh, the banks are closed on Sunday. So we began to argue, and it uh, got louder and louder and back and forth. And I guess at one point it crossed my mind I, I might start using some of those choice Italian swear words that I did know, which were the only words in Italian I knew before I came to Italy. But uh, I figured that was probably a really bad idea to start cursing at the guy in Italian because you never know what I might uh, say and how he might react. Italians obviously are quite volatile. Anyway, uh, we just he just kept arguing, and I kept saying the same thing over and over and over again, that it, was, it had fallen and it wasn't my fault, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And finally, he agreed to give me back uh, $25 of my $100, um, which I figured, I guess, wasn't the end of the world. 
and the 25 was enough to get me uh, the train ride to Rome uh, and, and enough to kind of get by for that day. But anyway, you, you know, uh, I, I don't want to end things on a bad note with respect to the Vespa. It was absolutely a, a fantastic thing uh, to do, and I would never hesitate to rent a moped a Vespa again when I went to Italy, although I, I would have to say this time I, I'd make sure I got a newer model and I'd check out the kickstand uh, before uh, taking it out of the uh, the rental place. But anyway, for travelers, I highly recommend you do something like this. Uh, it's a, just a great way to get around quicker, to visit uh, small nearby towns that you might not ordinarily go to if you're in the center of a, of a town. Um, and, and best of all, I guess, it's just a, a way to get a better taste of the Italian lifestyle. Um, and, and trust me, if, if you rent a Vespa and drive around, hopefully you've got a, a girl or guy on, on the back with uh, their arms around your waist, and you just, you just will feel more Italian. Anyway, that's, that's my short story for tonight, and this is Jules signing off. Ciao. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.